Welcome back to Chew the Bible with your good friend, A.A. Ron. We're in Hosea chapter 4. Got my tea brewing over here. Hosea chapter 4. I'm going to try to just go ahead and power through the rest of Hosea tonight before I fall asleep. It's still kind of early. Sleep is kind of, I want to say all over the place, but it's, I don't know what it is. It's last few days I've been sleeping at night. I'm back to sleeping during the day. It's like every time I try to get back to a normal being up early and yeah, driving during the day, working during the day, or just doing normal hours during the day, and sleep at night, then um, I'm back to doing this. I'm back to the whole, I'm back to the whole uh, driving it. night sleeping during the day but I'm trying to reset that this week especially since I'll have the kids this weekend so on Friday so here we go Hosea chapter 4 God's case against Israel hear the word of the Lord people of Israel for the Lord has a case against the inhabitants of the land there is no truth no faithful love and no knowledge of God in the land Cursing, lying, murder, stealing, and adultery are rampant. One act of bloodshed follows another. Sounds a lot like the U.S. St. Louis, Kansas City. Sounds like the U.S.A. right now. It could be worse. I just had a thought the other day, like how this generation is the generation that grew up on Grand Theft Auto. And uh, Grand Theft Auto and um, what's the other game? I'm not blinking all of a sudden. Anyway, just go. Yeah, Modern Warfare. Fuck, there's another game I was thinking of, though. Just these games that are going around just killing folks and robbing. Like, yeah, I remember GTA. I remember there was a cousin playing that. And just going around, robbing folks, killing folks. After a while, you get desensitized to that. And how do you tell, yeah, the real thing from, yeah, the game, this fake reality from real life. Anyway. One act of bloodshed follows another. For this reason, the land mourns and everyone who lives in it languishes. Along with the wild animals and the birds of the sky, even the fish of the sea disappear. But let no one dispute, let no one argue, for my case is against you, priest. You will stumble by day. The prophet will also stumble with you by night, and I will destroy your mother. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, because you have rejected knowledge. I will reject you from serving as my priest. Where does that come from? I heard that phrase before. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. 
Let's a memory verse. Let's see here. Where is that? Also, I guess it's in Isaiah five three. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Since you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your sons. The more they multiply, the more they sin against me. I will change their honor into disgrace. They feed on the sin of my people. They have an appetite for their iniquity. The same judgment will happen to both people and priests. I will punish them for their ways and repay them for their deeds. They will eat, but not be satisfied. They will be promiscuous, but not multiply. For they have abandoned their devotion to the Lord. Promiscuity, wine, and new wine take away one's understanding. My people consult their wooden idols, and their divining rods inform them, for a spirit of promiscuity leads them astray. They act promiscuously in disobedience to their God. They sacrifice on the mountaintops, and they burned offerings on the hills, and under oaks, poplars, and terebinths, because their shade is pleasant. And so your daughters act promiscuously, and your daughters-in-law commit adultery. I will put not punish your daughters when they act promiscuously, or your daughter-in-laws, daughters-in-law when they commit adultery. For the men themselves go off with prostitutes, and make sacrifices with cult prostitutes without discernment. Oh my bad. Make sacrifices with cult prostitutes. People without discernment are doomed heading warnings for israel and judah israel verse 15 israel if you act promiscuously don't let judah become guilty do not go to gilgal or make pilgrimage make a pilgrimage to beth haven and do not swear an oath as the lord lives oh man beth haven is called the also known as the house of wickedness Verse 16, for Israel is as, and is as obstinate as a stubborn cow. Can the Lord now shepherd them like a lamb in an open meadow? Ephraim is attached to idols. Leave him alone. When their drinking is over, they turn to promiscuity. Israel's leaders fervently love disgrace. A wind with its wings will carry them off, and they will be ashamed of their sacrifices. serious all right when tony evans time these are his notes when regard for god doesn't cross the minds of a nation on a daily basis it's not surprising that the ten commandments are also completely ignored it's saying to go in reference to verse three go look up romans 8 20 through 21 actually verse 3 says for this reason the lamb mourns and everyone who lives in it languishes along with the wild animals and the birds of the sky even the fish of the sea disappear Let's see what Romans 8 20 says verse 21 Romans I can get to it Romans 8 
I know it, Romans 8, 28. But we can remember Romans 8, verse 20. Acts, Romans chapter 8, verse 20. Verse 20 says, For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it, in the hope that the creation itself would also be set free from the bondage to the decay and to the glorious freedom of God's children. Mm, interesting. It's like a connecting or parallel verse. When leaders pursue their own selfish agenda, people almost inevitably, inevitably follow. God had commanded humanity to be fruitful and multiply. He'd multiply the people of Israel and promised to multiply them further. But there was a condition for this blessing from God, their obedience. Thus, God would repay them for their deeds. They would be promiscuous, but not multiply. Nations surrounding Israel engaged in cult prostitution, committing sexual immorality as worship so the gods would bless them with children. Israel had become infected with this fertility religion, but it would not provide what they wanted. The blessing of children comes from God alone. Gilgal was one of Israel's centers of false religion, so here... Hosea exhorts Judah not to follow the example of Israel, who was like a stubborn cow. Hmm. Ephraim was one of Joseph's sons, and the tribe called by his name lived within the northern kingdom of Israel. Be open to the conviction of the Holy Spirit so that you don't develop a stubborn spirit and fail to experience shame when you should. Shame isn't necessarily always a bad thing. It used to be a... I was just thinking that the other day. That was like a common phrase back in the day amongst older folks. Like, have you, have you have no shame? The shame of such person. You know, it was a big word. Like, basically saying there was things that people would never dare do in public. And now these shameful acts are done for everyone to see. Just, yeah, but no shame. Have you no shame? Even though yet yeah, Jesus bore our shame and our iniquities, he somehow he wired us in such a way to where when we do certain things or say certain things, um, it should there should be like a check. Well, I don't say that. And the Holy Spirit is part of that check and balance. Heavenly Father, sometimes I just be saying stuff, and I don't know if it's landing even in myself and my own heart. Let's pray in the name of Jesus, God, that those that have just read and listened to this scripture, Hosea chapter four, Lord, help us to have discernment, God, so that we would not be doomed, Lord. Yeah, Lord, there's so many things that I have just had to learn the hard way, Lord. And everything that we do in the dark, Lord, it eventually comes to light. So I just pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that we would not love darkness. We would love the light. Help us to always walk in the light. 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 In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. 
Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you've never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.